we're that CPA or accountant partnering with our clients. And so we always say we're working for our clients. They're not working. They're not. We're working for our clients to help them in their business as a partner of some sort. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CV Nation architects, those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I could hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Mike Jezoshek of Jetro. Mike, it's awesome to have you on the show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think uh, you hit my last name perfect. Usually when people try to say my last name, it, it comes out in all sorts of sounds and very well chopped out there. Yeah, there you go. Don't, don't. You, you saw what I've been doing for the whole week, just practicing to make sure I get it right. So <laughs> definitely glad I nailed it. Practice makes perfect, they say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Mike so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Mike is the founder of Jetro, a modern day digital accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country. Mike has spent the majority of his career as an entrepreneur. He was CFO and co-founded several companies and has experience in all business stages. He set out on a mission to help businesses that have seen and lived the same experiences he did in business. Mike has both a bachelor's and master's in accounting and is a certified public accountant. Mike, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So the first question I had was to kick everything off was to hear about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Yeah. So basically I've been in, like you mentioned, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. And so it's, it's always been in different industries. I started at a young age in the online marketing industry. And when I started in that industry, just worked into different areas of that online marketing industry. And I was at the same time going through college. So got my bachelor's and master's in accounting, started to get on the finance side of that marketing industry, got the CPA license. So really want to also push that, that experience that I got on that end. And so when we, when I was going through college and going through that different stages in the entrepreneur journey, I've co-founded multiple companies, again, mostly in the online marketing industry and been partners with others as well. And the last stop was at a CFO of an online marketing company, which I was also a part owner of. And 
what I realized when working in that industry is that there was a lot of need for an accountant that was just modern day, more focused on uh, the digital age, just catering to that younger generation. The, the industry that we were in was much younger generation. Everyone was working remotely. And when I looked out there, there wasn't a whole lot of options out there. So that's the time when I decided about six years ago to, to go off on my own, start an accounting firm and, and make it that digital accounting firm, that firm that most, that, you know, the typical accountant, it's not, it's not really around out in the country now. So that's what we made six years ago. And we've been digital since the beginning and ever since then. And really just set out on a mission to take that, those experiences that I had starting companies, seeing companies grow, seeing companies sell, take those experiences that I learned and work with other clients, work with other business owners that are facing those same challenges that I faced. Let them know things that I've learned, failures that I've had, and take the experience that I had to help business owners in accounting, bookkeeping, taxes in that realm, in an area that a lot of business owners might not be that experienced in. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And so you might have already touched on this. So I guess if somebody does reach out to you, can you take us through a little bit more about what it is that you do and how a client gets started with you? Yeah, so we're a digital accounting firm, which a lot of people say, what does that mean? It basically just means that we work with clients all around the country. We have employees scattered around the country. So we have a small team of us here of seven, but we're all scattered around. We all work from home and we work with clients remotely and digitally when we're working with them. And everything is cloud-based. So that's our key is that try to avoid paper at all costs, move everything to the cloud and encourage our clients to do the same thing. So we work exclusively with business owners. We obviously do personal returns, personal tax for business owners. But most of our focus is 100% lasered in on small business owners. And we do accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, payroll. We have packages built out for a full service offering so that they can come to us and really have that. We're touching every point of their business. Some clients, we only do one of those services for, and they we work with another professional to handle the other service for them. But we do have that offering there if they need it. And when it comes to... How we work with small businesses, we take a much more proactive kind of hands-on approach. So we don't just say, okay, let's prepare and file your return at year end. We'll say, let's, let's dig in and let's, let's use tax planning throughout the year. And let's, let's really key in on your business. How can we help you grow? How can we help you out? Instead of just being that kind of doer in the background that produces financials or produces paper to you that you really don't understand or know. So that's really our goal is to, to take that hands-on approach, working with our clients on a more daily basis. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, and I know you might have also touched on this, but I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or your organization, but what do you feel makes you unique and sets you apart? Yeah. So again, it's, it's that digital firm, that digital space where, you know, most, a lot of people have this idea of an accountant, of someone that they have to go into their office, they throw them a box of receipts, they go to work, they come back, they give them a tax return, whatever it might be. The one thing that we do differently, again, is that digital space. So we, we take that that need of having to have that face-to-face meeting outside of that accountant. So we, we don't need to have those face-to-face meetings. And we can have Zoom calls or, or video calls and things like that, but they don't need to take time out of their day and travel out of their day to come to us to really kind of be able to service them. And we, we look at our clients as, as a partner of them. So we're that CPA or accountant partnering with our clients. And so we always say we're working for our clients. They're not working. They're not. They're, we're working for our clients to help them in their business as a partner of some sort. So again, working throughout the year, having those hands on, not just one touch point during tax season. And a lot of our clients like that digital idea because 
were much more modern, innovative. And so everything that they use, their, their accounting program, it's in the cloud. So they access it wherever they want it, wherever they need to. They can open up access if they have partners, if they have another advisor of some sort that needs to see their financials. They can access, open up access and see live data at any point in time. And so that's that kind of modern, innovative approach that goes in with being a digital firm is easy access to their financials and more up-to-date financials because we're able to update it on a more regular basis. And another thing about our services, we, we try to let our clients and have our, our clients let them know a good idea of what they're going to be paying, what they're getting for that pain, and no kind of surprises. So we have a flat monthly fee. Clients know exactly what they're paying, what they're getting for it ahead of time. At the end of tax year, there's no kind of surprises. They're all saying, oh, here's a, here's a big bill for this type of work. We, we let clients know up front that it's usually a flat monthly fee. And one other thing that we we do at our firm, we, we take helping out the less fortunate or giving back really seriously, and we tie in our clients with that. So based on performances that our clients are working with us on, we're taking those metrics and determining how we're giving back. So for example, this last tax season, we gave back and we helped out those that are helping, helping feed homeless. So we worked with a program where they they help recover meals that are left over from say restaurants and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so they take those meals that are left over and, and work with these companies to donate them to the homeless. And so last year alone, just this past tax season, we donated over 1600 meals and 2000 pounds of food. And so we always like to say that that's our clients doing that work for us. We base it on the amount of tax returns we do. So we take that into consideration and it re- we really see that feed off on our clients. A lot of clients will come in and say, I think that's an awesome idea. I really appreciate you doing that for us. We're going to do the same thing. For every deal we close, we're going to donate this. Or for every contact email that we send out, we're going to do this. And so that's another approach that we take is is giving back and encouraging our clients that as a business owner, we're often have we're much more fortunate and realizing that and taking some of the funds that we have, tie it to the business to give back to others. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And, and I love kind of like the the energy that it provides. A lot of times, sometimes, whether it be business owners or even individuals, sometimes you don't realize the impact that you can have. But when you're able to couple that together, as you guys have been able to do, where these your, all your clients have been able to, to to provide all those meals for the homeless, for, for the people that are less fortunate, I should say, that makes a huge impact. And then it like you said, manifests itself in a lot of different ways where the clients start to incorporate that into their products and their services and their sales as well. So that's awesome that you guys are doing that. And I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but something that makes you more effective and efficient. Yeah. So this one might be kind of seem weird, but I think as a, as a business owner, as a someone that's just working in more of an office environment, Getting up and doing exercise and getting out of that just funk of always sitting in front of a computer for eight, 10 hours, whatever it might be. So one thing that we have implemented in, in my life is I drink a lot of water during the day and a lot of coffee during the day. And every time I take a bathroom break, I make sure that I do some types of exercise. So that could be sit-ups or that could be a plank or that could be a push-up, whatever it might be. But what it does is it it helps take my mind off of, it gives me that break. Yeah, I absolutely love that. It's funny because I, I usually say, I'll work out usually at the end of the day and I say that usually helps me break up my day. And it does help you to, 
you can continue to work if you want to, or you can go on to something else, but that little workout or whatever does that. But incorporating that into every little aspect of the day, if you're going up to go to the bathroom, I love that kind of hack because it gives you the opportunity to break away, actually get some time away and then come back and be even more energized. It sounds like. Now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? It really comes down to tax planning, tax planning, and tax planning. With the IRS code, there's nothing wrong with a strategy that you plan out and build out to avoid making a payment to the IRS. The IRS code doesn't avoid against that. And so what we say is, is tax planning is really the financial defense of your business. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's, uh, it's funny because you, you get the playbook of what exactly are going to be the taxes or how it's going to be structured. And like you said, you have a proven strategy if you execute on according to whatever your business or organization is doing. But if you execute that, then that's going to give you those tax savings as long as you execute on that. But you have the playbook of what exactly you need. And it's just a matter of executing that. So I love that. The CEO nugget on that reminder as well. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEO on the show. So Michael went to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? One of the main things when it comes to being a CEO is, is really to lead. And, and it's to lead not only uh, clients and people that you're working with, but also your employees. Being a CEO means that other people are doing a lot of the work or a lot of the day-to-day activity that needs to go on in your business. But that that CEO part is making sure everything's getting done, making sure that you're representing your company the way you need to. And by doing that, you need good leadership. And I think that if you have a CEO or you're in a position where your leadership is maybe not the level it needs to be, you're going to see that in the output of whatever your company might provide. And so I think when it comes to being a CEO, the first thing is, is you're a leader. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that kind of three-pronged definition just because it co- incorporates every single aspect of what I would echo as well too for being a CEO. And it's a great reminder to understand like all the impact that you can have, whether it be like having a great mission or of course the leadership as far as the clients and then also of course the people that are working with you. So Mike, I truly appreciate your time. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and our listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. So just to touch on tax planning is, is, is one key thing. But over and above that too, I, I always stress this to clients, bookkeeping should also be your number one task on what you're looking to focus on your business. Not only does bookkeeping make tax season easy, but bookkeeping should be really that kind of foundation for your business, that core start on where your business is growing from. So it makes tax season easy, but throughout the year, it can be so helpful to you. You can compare your financials from this year to last year, see what went up, what went down, how things changed. If you started a marketing campaign in January, you can look at your bookkeeping. You can look at your financials to see what happened in March, what happened in April. Has that made sense? Can we make, should we do it again? Should we invest more money in in advertising based on the response from that? And bookkeeping, again, it's something that needs to be done regularly. A lot of small business owners don't think of bookkeeping is very important in their business. And then at the end of the year, they have this big pile of stuff that they need to get done. And so doing it regularly is not only going to help in that tax season piece, but it's also, again, going to help your business grow, understand where you've been, but also use that information for budgeting, forecasting, and see where you're going to go based on prior information. As far as reaching out to us, you can catch us uh, online. So our website is www.jetrotax, and that's J-E-T-R-O, tax.com. We also have a podcast. So we do a small business tax savings podcast where we 
share little tidbits of information. I try to make it quick and easy so clients or so listeners aren't just inundated with a bunch of information. So it's little quick tidbits. So if you search Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, you can find it that way. You can go to taxsavingspodcast.com and our information will be there as well. If you want to reach out to me via email, our email is sales at jetrotax.com. And obviously any kind of social media site or anything like that. If you're adapted to the good old-fashioned phone kind of communication, our phone number is 844-EASY-CPA. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we'll make sure to have all those links in the show notes as well. So Mike, I truly appreciate you. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, Grash, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.